the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Pods Moving and Storage Studios. It's the Ramsey Show, where debt is dumb, cash is king, and the paid-off home mortgage has taken the place of the BMW as the status symbol of choice. We help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Dr. John Deloney, Ramsey personality, number one best-selling author and host of the Dr. John Deloney famous podcast is my co-host today. Open phones here as we talk about your life and your money. The phone number is 888-825-5225. Patrick starts us off in Louisville, Kentucky. Merry Christmas to you, Patrick. What's up? Uh, Merry Christmas to y'all, too. How can we help today, my, sir? My question, my question is, I'm a divorced single father of three, and I'm having a hard time staying on a budget. I don't have anybody to hold me accountable. So that's kind of my question. It's like, what do I do to find something like that that can hold me accountable? Who's your best friend? Uh, probably an older, older couple that lives down the road from me. Sounds like a candidate. Yeah. Let me ask you another question. Why, why have you chosen not to have somebody in your life that can hold you accountable? That's a choice you've made for a reason. How come? Well, I would say it's probably uh, where I went through my divorce and everything. I kind of just shrunk back there for a while. There you go. And, you know, I just don't get too close, I guess. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's fair. I'll give that to you, man. And you, you've, you've unfortunately had to learn the hard way that you can't do life by yourself, right? Right, it's hard. Yeah, it's real hard. And so we talked about in an earlier segment, Dave and I, you're at a point where you've got to choose your hard. You can choose to white-knuckle your way through life, raising three kids without any buddies to walk alongside you, without any people who are 10 or 15 or 20 years down the road from you who can give you some wisdom, um, without another romantic, without another wife, right? You can do that, or um, you can choose the other hard path, which is I'm going to slowly uh, open myself back up to relationships again. That's your two choices. And, and, right. and you are seeing in real time that one of those is not working. Yeah, so I think, you know, what happens is in a divorce usually is uh, you, you lose some friends to the uh, one side or the other, right? And uh, right. kind of they chose a side, so to speak, and that's not unusual. Uh, so some people you thought were going to be standing beside you, including her, are not there anymore. And so, yeah, you've got to go reset your friend group. And uh, the need for accountability on this one thing on the budget is just pointing that out. Right. And my guess is you probably yeah, need I mean, accountability on other things. I, with, I don't really talk with very many people. Yeah, so it's time. Yeah. It, 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 my guess is this isn't the only thing you need accountability on, right? Right. Yeah, I mean, you're walking through one of the hardest things you've ever walked through in your life. Doing that alone is super tough. Yeah. So, yeah, the the couple down the street, the people at church, The uh, if you're not in a good church, it's time to hunt one up. Maybe grab a couple of buddies from, from where you work and invite them over to your house to watch the fights and just y'all do whatever. Get, get an online group with one of the online FPU classes. Yeah, jump into one of the Financial Peace University classes and get you know get accountability. There's probably a church in your area teaching it. Uh, we had 11,000 uh, FPU classes taught this year. Wow. 
So not at this particular moment, but throughout this year there have been. So you can hopefully you can find one there in Louisville to plug into. But uh, that'll give you the accountability that's all around this particular subject. And who knows, you might strike up some friendships in there. It's not unusual for those people in those Financial Peace University groups to become lifelong friends because they fight and they're fighting the same battle against the same dragons. Or or find a find a. A singles dads group or a divorced dads group um, there in your local area, man. Reach out and do that. Yeah, there's some great churches in your market that we're familiar with. So, yeah, I'd plug in. But, you know, here's the thing. It's just it's normal to go through that, and you got to move on to the next thing. Dave is in Pittsburgh. Hi, Dave. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Uh, hi, Dave and Dr. John. I uh, appreciate you taking my call. It's an honor to talk to you guys today. You too. Merry Christmas. How can we help? Thank you. Merry Christmas. Um, I have an uncle who is wanting to gift um, a piece of property to one of his sons, uh, myself, and my sister. And I'm just having a hard time trying to figure out whether or not it's a good idea. Um, My wife and I are on baby step uh, four, five, and six right now. How many acres? um, It's maybe two, two and a half Um, what's it worth? I'm sorry. What's it worth? Uh, I, I don't have a dollar amount. On oh, it right I mean, now. is it $2 million or a hundred thousand or 50? Oh, no, it's, it's probably a hundred, 150,000. Okay. Uh, I, I would, if he called me and asked me to, if he should do this, I would tell him no. Because you've got three different people with three different sets of motivations that are now co-owners in something. This is an opportunity for you guys to get in a really big family fight. Right. And I, I, if I were in his shoes, I would just leave. I would just give you some money and sell the property to give you the money. It's a lot easier. Yeah, I was, um, it just, it was. It just came up the other day, and he kind of dropped it on my lap, and I'm just kind of emotional about it, so I wasn't. Yeah, I didn't want to make a bad decision because of emotion, you yeah. know. I mean, my advice to him would be to don't do it this way because it's going to cause. He th- he's trying to be a blessing, and he's going to cause mm-hmm. unintended problems that he doesn't see coming. Sure, and that's if your sister and, and your cousin and you all really love each other. It's still tough because they're married to somebody right. who has a dream about a trailer park they want to open and somebody else wants to start a hunting lease on these two acres i mean it just gets out of it gets off the rails quick man yeah I, he, right. how, is your, how old is your uncle uh he's probably he's about 78 in good health fairly I, they're trying to put a plan in place because they can see themselves not being able to be there long term at this point yeah so Dave, let me let me ask you a question on behalf of of Dave here. Um, I'm talking to Dave Ramsey. Let me ask you a question on behalf of Dave. Let's say his uncle he talks to his uncle and says, "I don't think this is a wise thing. It'd probably be best if you sold it and we can just split the money that way." And he says, "All right, I'll take that under consideration." And then he hands everybody an envelope at Christmas and it says, "I've given you three this. Do you reject the gift or do you accept the gift? Just knowing that at some point I'm not going to fight my brother and cousin over the like. Yeah, I would just hold it if if the gift is put in your hands anyway. I would just hold it very openly and kind of let the other two win all the fights. Yeah. I just because I, I, if you enter into this like this is 
life-changing stuff and everybody's going to argue over every little nuanced thing it's just not worth it and if it gets really heated i'd just do a quick claim deed and give them give the other two my ownership i would not this is a recipe for everybody to be pissed off i very few of these things work out well very few of them this is the ramsey show America. We're glad you are with us. Dr. John Deloney, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Thank you for being here. Hey, if you're a small business owner and you've got questions about business, we're going to be doing an entree leadership theme hour here on the show, and we want your questions. We want to get in touch with you, have you participate in the show, be a caller. You've got questions about hiring and firing, questions about family business, questions about marketing, questions about running your business. I have run this business for 30 years. So I'm uniquely qualified to answer your business questions. It's what I do. We teach leadership all over America, all over the world for that matter. So you get the opportunity to call in for free, no cost for this kind of coaching. Pretty cool. It's an entree leadership theme hour. Uh, you need to email in and get in line. You email you, The email address you use is ask at RamseySolutions.com. Put entree leadership theme hour in the subject line. Ask at RamseySolutions.com. Well, it is the Christmas season, but with the Island of Misfit Toys in Washington, D.C., we've got words like recession and inflation and gas prices in the news. Crazy out there. But join me and Rachel Cruz, George Campbell, Dr. John Deloney, and Ken Coleman this spring in a city near you for our Building Wealth Live Event Tour. We're going to teach you the proven plan to inflation-proof your money, build lasting wealth, Apply these principles to your life in a real and a practical way. The first event will be in Nashville, here in our home headquarters. We'll be doing that on January the 12th. And then we'll be in Indianapolis on February the 16th, Austin, Texas, February 23rd, Salt Lake City, Utah, April 24th, and Anaheim, California, May the 2nd. Event passes start out at just $49. Don't wait. All of our fall building wealth events and last spring all sold out early. These will, too. Get your tickets now. They make great stocking stuffers. RamseySolutions.com slash events john is with us in new york hey john welcome to the ramsey show thank you dave thank you for talking to me sure what's up um my wife and i are at the point where we we have we actually took financial peace back in the early 90s back in dallas um and we set up a plan and we've been working towards that plan since then to retire around 50, the age of 55. We're close to there now. Um, we've got about 2.5 million net worth. Good for you. Now, now that we're that close, we're scared, kind of scared to pull the trigger. Okay. What are you scared um, of? Uh, just that we don't have enough saved. 
Um, How much do you need to live on? Uh, you know, it depends on what we do. One of the well, no kidding. What do you need to live on? <laughs> uh, generally, generally, to live on, I think we can live fifty to seventy-five a year max. Okay. Well, if I mean, if you got two and a half million, if it's generating a ten percent rate of return, that's two hundred fifty thousand a year without touching the two and a half million. See, that's a, I like that number better than you know, I, looking at you know the traditional four percent withdrawal and concerns about whether that well i mean it has everything to do with what you've got it invested in if you're if you're drawing four percent and you've got it all sitting in one percent accounts you're going to tear into the principal right right but if you're drawing six or eight percent and the thing is growing at 10 or 11 percent on average then you're going to be growing your account every year and still pulling off a couple of hundred grand okay you're making me feel much more confident well, I mean, are, are you invested in good mutual funds that have a long track record of north of 10%? Uh, yes. Our, our return average is right around 10% okay. over the last 10-plus years. Okay. And so if it averaged that over the next 10-plus years and you pulled off 8%, it would grow by 2% a year. If you pulled off 6%, it would grow by 4% a year. Right? Yeah. I mean, now some years it's going to be down, some years it's going to be up. It, like you said, right. it averages 10, which means some years you made 15 and some years you made four. But right. on average, if you're pulling off eight and on average it's making 11, you've got a growth rate of three, which is about normal inflation. Now, not current inflation, but that's normal inflation rate. Okay. You're making me feel much better that we are, you know, can financially do it. And now it is a plan to how we're going to live life going forward. Yeah. And I think that's more important in this equation. Right. Because I mean, uh, we, uh, this we idea that we do nothing for 35 or 40 years is a good way to die young. Right. I had a grandfather that did that and my dad did the opposite. He retired at 55. Um, unfortunately he did pass at 65, but he always said for that 10 years that he didn't know how he had time to go to work before he retired. Because he was volunteering and constantly doing things. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we got to plug it, plug into something. It doesn't necessarily have to create an income. But here's the other thing: you probably have some skill sets that you could apply without breaking a sweat. You might end up making the most money you ever made in your life and not break a sweat. Right. I mean, uh, an encore, an encore. You take a bow after the curtains come back up, right? Right. That's what both both that's, my father-in-law and my dad great. have done that. I did not hear that. I said both my father-in-law and my dad have done that. Found no. something completely uh, off, out of, out of, out of the realm of possibility when they were doing their their career jobs in in their late sixties and seventies, and it's been transformative. It's been great, and they made more than they right. did at their original right. career. Both of them. Yep. Yeah. That's yeah, not unusual, that's by the way. It doesn't have to be volunteer work. Is my point. Right. It's okay to make money. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, and it's just it, the weird thing is you can end up doing it with less effort because there's no pressure. And so it's just kind of you just kind of lean into it and it goes, woo. And then you can t- tell not the boss, quote unquote, what you really think, but you can have your opinion and say it out loud. And if you're a good leader, you want somebody who has an informed opinion that they're not afraid to say out loud because it helps the whole product become better. Yeah. And yeah. then you become a gift to the organization. And exactly. Or go. start your own thing that you've always thought about, even if it doesn't require, you know. 
you you work three days a week at it and you hire two people that work 40 hours and run your little small business and all of a sudden that's thinking things making more money than you've made in your life and it's just silly what you can do when you don't have to <laughs> you know it's pretty amazing ah uh, Lindsay is with us in boulder colorado hi Lindsay. welcome to the ramsey show hi thanks so much for taking my call sure what's up so my question is about my um children i have two teenage boys and my question is about really so that they feel like they're being treated fairly with um, what we spend on their extracurricular activities. My older son is 16, and he's very involved in a whitewater kayaking team, wants to try out for the national team here in the spring. We spend a lot of money on this activity. And my other son is pretty basic. I mean, he you know plays school sports that are very reasonable and... Um, is this your issue or is this their issue? They have no issue. Yeah, this is a this is a, um this is inside your heart, not theirs. It, you can't make your boys feel anything. What you huh. can do is treat them fairly. And if one loves one thing, that happens to be more expensive, and the other, lo- I mean, there's not a dollar amount ledger like that, right? Right. Yeah, it's okay. You're yeah, doing fine. You're doing great. <laughs> You're done, you're well, my fine. other question about we told it is, we told our kids growing up that there's nothing fair unless it's got the tilt a whirl and got cotton candy. <laughs> other than that, it ain't fair. Okay, I mean, my question too is, you know, he he, my older son works mostly in the summertime, um, and he has contributed a little bit, but at some point, it's like. Um, well, if you want to limit what you're spending on whitewater rafting, that's your choice. But you don't have to do that to be fair for the other to the other son. And don't use your other son as a reason to limit your spending. You be the adult and make that choice. Yeah, and just go, this is kind of out of control. We're going to back it down a little bit here. John Deloney, Ramsey personality, number one best-selling author and host of the Dr. John Deloney Show, is my co-host today in the lobby of Ramsey Solutions. And you're welcome to join us through the holidays if you're going over the river and through the woods to grandmother's house and we're uh, on your way. If you want to stop and hang out, we've got free homemade cookies every day and coffee is on us. And Are come you call people's grandma's uh, big bad wolves? Over the river and through the woods to grandmother's house we go as a song, John. Oh, that's a song. I'll take it a little red riding hood. Yeah. Little hood red and hide. I'll, I'll go, yeah. <laughs> I'll go with, with my bet on that one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's good. That's why you're here for the commentary. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, come visit us. We'd love to have you. And you can also visit the debt free stage, which is what Alan and Amy did. They're here to do their debt free scream. Hey, guys, how are you? They're great. Fantastic, Dave. <laughs> cool. Good to have you guys. So, tell me, how much debt have you guys paid off? A hundred ninety-four thousand. All right. Whoa. How long did that take? Nine years, a little over nine years. Wow. And your range of income during that time? 
it, we started off around 93, dropped to 50, and went back up to 180, a little over 180. Well, there's a nice move. So what do you guys do for a living? I'm a IT vendor management. Mm-hmm. So I help uh, manage vendor relationships and look for cost saves for IT groups. Okay. And I am a virtual assistant. I have my own business oh. as a virtual assistant, but I was also a homeschool mom. Very good. For good. many, many years. Yeah. Good for you guys. Well, well done. All right. So what kind of debt was the 194000 All of it was our home. You paid off wow. your house. All right. Look at that weird people. So what's this house worth? Uh, four hundred. Wow, very nice. How much have you got in investments? Uh, a little over 500. So you're bumping up on the Baby Steps Millionaire number, huh? Oh, uh, yes, sir. Way to go, guys. Proud of you. Yeah. Very do, cool. Dave, I do have a question around there that I've never heard. I've been listening to you since 1995. Wow. Uh, so around that is calculating that is how do we do i'm a mili- retired military mm-hmm. and so i have that pension as well mm-hmm. as another pension mm-hmm. and i've looked at very different many multiple resources how do we calculate pensions into your net worth you don't it's you don't. technically okay. not an asset okay. it's just a it's an income stream okay. you can't do anything with it so it's not an asset so technically i mean if you want to give it a present value and say you know i'm getting paid fifty thousand dollars a year and it would take five hundred thousand dollars to do that I'll count it as 500. You could do that. But um, the good news is is that you're going to have a great net worth and a great pension. Thank you for your service. Oh, my pleasure. I'll so. call you a millionaire, Alan. No, no, no. <laughs> there, I, I've seen him multiple ways. So. <laughs> I got you. Thank you. I, th- I think you made it, brother. <laughs> I think you made it. Congrats. So tell us the story. What started you guys on this Ramsey stuff nine years ago? Uh, not nine, I'll let her talk about nine years ago. I've been on this journey, like I said, since the early 90s, so. Yes, um, we've been on this for a really long time, and um, we've been debt-free except the house since mm-hmm. about 2008, mm-hmm. and then we're just, we were in a townhome that we weren't sure if we were going to keep or not, mm-hmm. so we were not focused on paying that off, and then in 2009, we found out he was going to be deployed to oh. Afghanistan, so we put everything on hold mm-hmm. except investing, mm-hmm. and then in 2012, that townhouse flooded. Oh, no. So we had to rebuild our townhouse from the studs. Oh. Um, thankfully, we had insurance, and um, the kids had a good attitude. But in 2013, we sold that house and built our current home. So that's when we kind of started the journey of paying this this debt off. And then we were also um, financial peace university coordinators. Oh well, thank for, you. You're welcome. It was a lot of fun, and our students really just got us excited, and we were like, you know, well, we can do this. Yeah, so, it, it's doable. It's doable. Yes. It's right there. We just got to go yes. get it. Yes. So in the meantime, we also cash flowed well over a hundred thousand dollars for braces, college, you know, life. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, we sure. actually, um, so our children, we cash flowed through that two associate's degrees and a bachelor's degree. Both of our kids got their associate's degree in high school, mm-hmm. and then our daughter just graduated in May with her bachelor's degree at nineteen. Wow! Um, cash flowed all wow. debt free. Way um, to go, guys! Scholarships. Ding ding. Um, yes. That was efficient. Mm-hmm. absolutely (laughs) well done you guys well how's it feel to be a hundred percent free no it's it's absolutely amazing so it's kind of surreal because you don't realize Mm -hmm. it you wake up sometimes and you just uh, just a great example about a month ago i said hey let's just go up to the uh the ark encounter Mm-hmm. And we just know we have the budget there because we've already you know, increased our giving. We increased our saving. Mm-hmm. So now we can increase our doing. 
So it's, there you it's go. It's great just to uh, be able to take her to Savannah. So we just we just pick a weekend, a quarter, or every couple months, and say where you want to go. We, it's you don't have any concerns because it's all cash. Live like no one else. Later, you yes. can live and give like no one else. Absolutely. Well yes. done. Good for you guys. Yes. What do you tell people? You've coordinated classes. You're millionaires almost. You are 100% debt-free house and everything. What's the secret to managing money well to getting out of debt? What do they need to do if they're listening? Uh, for me, it's uh, first thing is you, you need to pray. Uh, you got to get wisdom from above. You can't get wisdom from yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, second, surround yourself with smarter people. Uh, and, and a great example, not to uh, toot your horn, but Dave, I was very ignorant in money. I had some idea, but when I saw you, met you in Jackson and started listening to you, I just got educated. And of course, I listened to other personalities. So educate yourself on that. Surround yourself with, with good people. But um, I tell her one thing is, is if you're going to fail, fail small. And I mean by that is when you uh when something goes wrong if you fall off the wagon don't make it to where you don't feel like you can recover ah that's good so you can recover and then uh third B- is bounce back and yeah. fourth i say reward yourself as you go like the first time we paid off before the house we paid off all her other debt paying my student loans <laughs> y'all <first> y'all <laughs> student loans yeah <laughs> yeah about a hundred and some thousand but that's another conversation but what we did is when you paid off the first one because we didn't consolidate at first we just paid them off i took her to wendy's just to celebrate but when Ooh, we paid off he goes big that man well that was the first my one. heart just started beating fast yeah, but yeah. when we paid wow. it all off uh, we went to Bruce chris so as you go through your journey there reward you yourself small now we're picking up okay so, yeah. all right Good. what was your um what was the best uh disagreement you you all got in over the last decade Oh, her, her truck. When we first got married, she always wanted a truck, and we had a minivan. And her, our mother-in-law, my mother-in-law, has been always great. But she made the comment: "She says, I hope I don't have to come pick you guys up when the van breaks down again." Uh, <laughs> so we were debt-free. We had money, and I shaming <laughs> from the mother-in-law. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> we don't great. have to pick you up yeah. on the side of the road. <laughs> what kind of man did you marry, Amy? <laughs> so we, uh, she wanted it. She always wanted a truck, and I wanted to get her a truck, but. So I found a new one that I had had a lot of uh, major discounts. I got a lot of uh, uh, with military discounts. And then I had bought an old truck to help us move into the house that I tr- actually traded it in, f- sold it for more than I paid for it. And I went to the dealer for five days. And the last day, the guy goes, say, Mr. Jobson, we have your office for you. <laughs> so just real, not top numbers, but it was like a $43,000 truck, forty two. And I had them down to twenty one five out the door, and I got them to throw in the one year maintenance in that package too. Very cool. And we looked at the used ones; we could find one of like twenty five or thirty or forty thousand miles. And I said, "We're just gonna we're gonna buy. I'm gonna get you the new truck." So she was not for it because I had them up the platinum version down too. But she uh, she said no, the XLT version's fine. So she's got her F one fifty, and she still has it with over two hundred thousand miles. Ooh. Amy, you. I, I just don't see F one fifty when I look at you. She's all F one oh, fifty. That's have the pretty F-150. cool. With That's the plane cool. steering wheel and playing license plate. Complete F one fifty girl. Yes. Okay, I got yes. it. Yes. I, I I have adjusted my paradigm. <laughs> all right, hey guys, we've got uh, the live and give bundle for you as a way of saying congratulations. It's got the total money makeover, the Baby Steps Millionaires books in it. It's got Financial Peace University membership for a year in it. So bring the kiddos up and tell us their current names and ages these days. This is Ava. She's 19. Mm-hmm. And this is Asa. He's also a Chick-fil-A scholar. All right. Um, he got the Chick-fil-A scholarship this year. And 
doing really well in school. How so. old is he? He's 17. 17. Very all right. Yeah. Very good. All right. Alan and Amy, Ava and Asa from South Carolina. 194 paid off in nine years. House and everything. Count it down. Let's hear a debt-free scream. Three, two, one. We're debt-free! Yeah! Well done. Man, that's fun. Merry Christmas, America. This is the Ramsey Show. Scripture of the day, Isaiah 26, 3 and 4, you will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. Trust in the Lord forever. For the Lord, the Lord himself is the rock eternal. Corey ten Boom said, if you look at the world, you'll be distressed. If you look within, you'll be depressed. But if you look at Christ, you'll be at rest. Oh, Corey, well done. Well played. So the... Uh, Live and Give bundle that we give to each of the debt-free screamers is on sale. If you want to do a Live and Give bundle, you can break it up, and you'd have three gifts in there, uh, one for yourself if you wanted, like the Baby Steps Millionaire's book, and give away the Total Money Makeover book and give away Financial Peace University. All three are in there. And, uh, of course, when you get the Live and Give box, it's a bundle. It all comes in a neat box. You can give it all to somebody. Uh, as a gift, it's only $99. Now, Financial Peace University is normally $99. So that means the two books are like free, which is like $50 worth of books free. So this is like 30-something percent off, right? So it's a good deal. The Live and Give box or bundle or whatever we want to call it, Total Money Makeover book, A Year of Financial Peace University, and Baby Steps Millionaires, all at RamseySolutions.com slash box. Shelby is in Boise, Idaho. Hi, Shelby. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi there. Thank you so much for taking my call. Sure. What's up? So um, I want your advice or I want your opinion. Um, my husband and I have a student loan debt. Um, it's mine, uh, $99,000. Um, and we ha- used to have twelve grand in credit card debt, and we're down to 5600 So we're feeling really good about that. Um, my question to you is, I was listening to the podcast um, from a couple weeks ago, and I didn't realize that with my husband. Stock. He has vested stock in the company he works for, about $10,000. Um, I didn't think about it, the fact that we kind of have all our eggs in one basket. Should we pull that and use that to pay down our debt, or yep. should we leave it? No, you should use it. It's not in a, okay. it's not in a retirement account. It's just vested stock. It's stock option Correct. as a benefit. Yes. Yeah, just cash it out. Yeah. You okay. would not borrow on a credit card to buy stock, and in effect, that's the net effect of what you've done accidentally. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I would undo that and just cash it out and, and, and pay it down. And th- you're going to have plenty of time to invest later and invest in good mutual funds inside your retirement account once you get rid of these stinking loans, right? Yes, what, What's your household income, Shelby? Um, we make, between my husband and I, we make 94 a year before taxes. Great. How long have you all been married? Two years? 
Seven. Seven. We have two kids. Okay. Yeah. Good. Okay. Well, so I'm I'm proud for the progress you've made. I want you to turn the fire up hotter and get it done faster because I, I, I want you to win. We love you, and we want you to go out there and kill it, okay? So get her done, kiddo. Well done, well done, well played. Jessica is in Billings, Montana. Hi, Jessica. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi, Dave. My husband and I have been on your plan for about the last five years. We have done 3B for the last two, and we've decided to go back to doing four. Um, we're just feeling really discouraged and not being able to afford a house where we, he- where we are here in Montana and just feeling like we're still years away even after we've been saving for the last four. And I just wondered if you had any advice for us. How much have you saved? We have a $20,000 emergency fund and 47500 in a down payment fund. What's your household income? Between my husband and I, it's 75000 a year. You need to go buy a house. We tried. We've been trying. So we looked at a house yesterday for two sixty five, which is really affordable for our area. And I know you recommend a 15-year loan, um, but that seems way out of reach. So on a 30, the payments would be between seventeen dollars and $1,800 a month, which is more like 35% of our take-home pay instead of 25 You're not discouraged. And You're throwing a fit because you can't buy the house you want. That's not the same as being discouraged. <laughs> okay we we just haven't been able to find anything lower than that yeah keep looking you need to find a home that you can afford that is a blessing don't buy something that's a curse because you uh because you didn't look hard enough i mean so, sometimes this is an, a, an adventure this house hunting thing um you don't have an unlimited budget you make seventy thousand dollars a year you have forty seven thousand dollars to put down don't put your family into a crisis just to become a homeowner but also don't don't say home ownership's out of reach in billings montana it's not you can do this but you know it may not be the house you saw yesterday and and yeah i would do it on a 15 year fixed where the payments no more than a fourth of your take-home pay why because i want you to be millionaires later and i don't want this house to ride you i want you to ride the house dave i Sheila and I, my wife and I, did something that's not really in the, it's not in the baby steps. Um, uh oh! But we found ourselves in this situation. And tell me if this is crazy. We, as a couple, decided we are going to do essentially a another gazelle sprint so that we can afford this down payment of a house. And we decided just to lock things down in the middle for a limited amount of time. I think we said nine months, something like that. And we're just going to work bananas. I'll take an extra job, and I'm going to adjunct here. I'm going to do that. And let's just accelerate this process real fast to get this down payment so that we can then move this yeah. thing along. The only thing that's not in the baby steps there is just we teach you to be intentional, not intense. Right. And you said, in order to get the house I want, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, we're going we're gonna to turn up the heat. Yeah. We're going to go for it. But, and and we, we decided together. It, like yeah yeah and so like both of you work extra no vacations no eating out and you go back to gazelle intensity and you take your 47 and you make it 75 right and let's do this for six months and let's just be bananas about it and yeah. then it, it, it then we're gonna have no problem yeah but you the, the the problem is when you do a little bit of everything nothing gets done yeah, that's right and, and so you you start losing death by a thousand cuts then and that's what i'm afraid of here uh and and so it, it's just it is um it's not all skittles and rainbows when you go look at houses 
No, it's the worst. Because you always see something you can't afford. Always. We're drawing a house plan to build next summer, and um, the uh, the guy helping us with it actually added the numbers wrong accidentally. And so when we actually added them right, the house was, like, ridiculous. And we're like, we're not doing that. And we can afford to do whatever. But it's just, like, it's huge. Yeah. You know, so we're not, just, no, we're not doing that. Let's fix this. So we've gone through and cut the dadgum thing down. Mm. But it's it's depressing. It to hurts, cut it. right? <laughs> to go backward after you were up is depressing. And I can afford it. Right. So I have the choice. But if you don't have the choice and you've got to cut down because it doesn't fit the budget or it's, it doesn't fit the situation, it's depressing. Yeah. If you, you know, it, it's don't go drive new cars if you're in the, getting ready to buy a new one, a used one. Yeah. Because a new one will you know blow your dadgum mind and then you're you can't you can't return you can't un- yeah and don't fall in the trap of a frustration a frustration a frustration if you're around a, a child especially like a toddler you know they they get annoyed they get annoyed they get annoyed and then they just hit something or they just shove something over or they bite somebody don't just go see a house go see a house go see a house and then just get so frustrated you buy it anyway. that you buy something yeah because it's just the way it is and you don't understand just walk walk away Dave walk Ramsey. away yeah yeah, and that, that's, reset. that's what you back up, take a cold shower, get house fever. I mean, it's a, it's a real thing. I, I understand. It's easy to be. Oh, listening to her. I, I threw a temper tantrum the other day. I, I wanted to buy something. And again, I could afford it. I have, n- there was no reason on the planet to buy it. None. Zero. Except I just wanted it. And I, the, my temper tantrum day was at me. Yeah. <laughs> you know I, what I mean? I, the, the grown up me was telling the kid me I can't do this. And the kid well, me that's was what like, we're doing with this house plan. So we're like the grown up me looked at that and went, that's just dumber than crap. We're not doing that. <laughs> and Sharon goes, that's ridiculous. We're not doing that. And I'm going, but I like it. <laughs> and I want it. I yeah. want it. I want it. I want it. And yeah, I mean, that's human freaking nature. Right. And if I, who teach this stuff every year for 30 years, fall for it, then Jessica in Bellings, Montana, you have permission to fall for it too. Right. But you've got to fight the inner child. Do the next right thing. The yes. one on the cereal aisle that throws a fit and says, I want it, I want it. I, no, call the wambulance, take six jobs, build up your down payment, or lower your price point that you're looking at and quit looking at houses you can't afford. And that's what you got to do. It's a pain in the butt, this thing called grown up fill. That puts this hour of the Ramsey Show in the books. Our thanks to Austin, Ben, James, Zach, and Andrew, the Booth Dudes. They make it happen. I am Dave Ramsey. We'll be back with you before you know it. In the meantime, remember, there's ultimately only one way to financial peace, and that's to walk daily with the Prince of Peace, Christ Jesus. Hey, it's John Deloney, co-host of The Ramsey Show. Did you know over 18 million people listen to The Ramsey Show every week? A lot of those people listen on one of our 600-plus radio stations across the country. To find a station near you, go to RamseySolutions.com slash show. Hey, it's James, producer of The Ramsey Show. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services you heard about during this episode. Thanks for listening.